All right, so hello everyone and welcome back to Tsunami Studios. You can see here, for the first time on this channel, I'm actually bringing on a guest. This is something I've been looking at doing for a while and I wanted to find somebody to talk about the MCU with, somebody I know is probably a little more like excited about things than I can be because I can be curmudgeoning at some of this stuff. So here with me for the first time talking about Hawkeye is Zach. He is both an expert on the MCU and also family. He is my cousin and... I was super interested in getting his opinion on some of the Hawkeye stuff. So before we kind of like get into the actual first two episodes, I, I just want to ask you this, like, what would you say is your like connection or how you feel about Hawkeye and Clint Barton in the MCU thus far before the actual show? So, so far, I think he's definitely been underutilized. I think this show should be a good opportunity for him to kind of grow into his own character so so to speak but it's you know he, he hasn't really had too too much to do like other than an age of ultron when you got to see him with his family but like even then that scene was stolen by captain america ripping open a log with his bare hands like yeah they they never really gave him anything to do he kind of just became like as i put it in like my reviews He's just like the older brother of the MCU where he's just yeah, exactly. like, hey, I'm kind of angry that we're doing this, but I'm going to do it because we're family here. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of like, yeah. No, I definitely get that vibe from him, which I'm hoping that they start changing it. So far in episode one, I won't get too, too into it, but I think that they're doing it a bit better. We get to see a bit more characterization from him. You get to see how he actually acts and that that makes me happy. Well, that's interesting you say that because I did my review for the first two episodes already. It was just kind of like a non-spoiler whatever review. I wanted to kind of get into it more of this, but I am on the side that I really didn't like these first two episodes. There was just something about them. I don't know if it was just like the way they filmed it because it looks very hallmarky and cheap, but it didn't work for me in that way. So the first two episodes came out. Did you like them? And if so, like, what are your general thoughts on them? So I definitely thought episode one was better than episode two. I definitely enjoyed episode one a lot more. Although that being said, episode two still wasn't bad in my opinion. I think episode one, you could definitely look into it a little bit deeper and you could see some more of the themes that they're hopefully going to show later on. We can't tell for sure, but I'm kind of hoping they progress those themes and keep them going. But uh, yeah, just... I think they were solid episodes. The first two episodes, they were solid. Like they're, they weren't as good as WandaVision, I would say. So but, where would you like put it on scale of like the rest of the Disney plus Marvel stuff we've seen? Cause oh, for me, it's, a, for me, it's literally at the bottom and I wasn't a big fan of Loki and I didn't really enjoy what if that much, but I think Hawkeye was just the most poorly executed of the bunch. See, that's a tough question because there's, Honestly, so far, I haven't really been disappointed by any of the shows. Well, any of the series. I've been disappointed by episodes, but I wouldn't necessarily say yeah. any of the actual series. Yeah, I right? get like, that. What yeah. if had a couple of bombs in it that were kind yeah. of, eh. yeah, some things they could have done better. But I'd say all in all, I've enjoyed most of them. I think probably battling for my two favorite spots are still in between WandaVision and Loki. I really enjoyed those. And then... Uh, <laughs> It's hard to place it because all you know is just the first two episodes. That's but true. Like you don't have like the full picture of everything, but I, okay. Just going off like the first two episodes, this one just 
didn't have like that same impact that I think the first two of like WandaVision did because those were just experimental and trying something where this was just, yeah. hey, you you know, like you've seen movies and stuff before. This is exactly yeah. Die Hard. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I don't know if you got this, but like part of me was just like, man, this like the wife not being in the story with him, the curmudgeon older guy who's kind of like recluse and doesn't want to be a part of this ongoing threat. It felt very Die Hard to me. Yeah, no, I definitely get that. But I think that's kind of like the whole point of Hawkeye is that he doesn't want his family involved. And that's kind of like something you kind of got to live with. As much as I would, I, I said this before to you, to you, but I definitely would prefer if Hawkeye's family took more of a front and center kind of area in these, in the show. Yeah. Just because we haven't really seen much from him. Like there's so much more that they could be doing and that they could have done. And we, we might get to it. They they still got four episodes left. I think it's six episodes, right? Yeah, six. Yeah, so they still got four episodes to maybe do something with them, which I, I honestly can see them pulling something like that. And Yeah, like my thing nice. with that too is like, it, it feels like they didn't have a story to tell with the actual family. So my, I think yeah. like, what's the point of actually putting them in then? If, you, if They're you're more not plot going to devices than actual exactly. family members. Yeah. And I think you really noticed that when they have the shoehorned in scenes of Linda Cardellini, where she's not actually watching the musical with them. And he yeah. has to phone her up and be like, Hey babe, yeah, I got to go do something away from you. So I'll see you just in like a cutaway scene later. Like it just, <laughs> it was like, there was no real reason yeah. to have the storyline yeah. with the family. And I, I agree with you. If they made them more of a plot element instead of pushing them to the side, that could have been a little more interesting than just having like the, Oh, let's cut away to see the kids making gingerbread houses. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with that. Cause like that was more episode two though, more than episode one when they yeah. started doing that. And yeah. I thought episode two actually did some good stuff, but I just, I'm a sucker for the action. That's just why I'm into the MCU is it's just action. Right. So but I did like the characterization that they gave Clint in a couple of the moments there. Like when he went to go get the Ronin costume back, like I thought that was great that he told the guy, he's like, look, we can do this two ways. One of them, you give me the costume. The other one, I knock you out and I take the costume. Like simple as that. Yeah. And then he puts on that tough face, but in reality, he just, he didn't want to hurt the guy. Like he does, he's not there to, cause violence or do anything like that like he's not a bad person he just he, he just seems more like bothered by everything where it's like oh now i gotta go pretend to larp over here for a minute yeah exactly <laughs> and I, I thought that was actually hilarious did I you like the really larping scene did i did like, okay i did i thought that was actually really good especially that slow-mo that they did i i that, usually that was funny -mo. that was funny i usually hate slow-mo with a passion but when they used it there it was just there was something ironic about it that made it funny yeah Something that like, that's how the people there would have pictured it and imagined it happening. Mm -hmm. And that just, that, that made it happy to me. I, I was happy with that. But then when he finally agreed to duel the guy, it was like, he didn't want to do it, but he knew that it meant a lot to the guy. So he still did it. Now, like there's some things that go too far. Like when that guy wanted a selfie with him while he was taking a piss, like, <laughs> Yeah, I thought I think that was more just like a joke though, as yeah. opposed to like, yeah, it's like, oh man, celebrities and stuff. But I see what you mean. I, I found the LARPing scene just to be like out of nowhere, where it just seemed like, hey, I, I said this in my review. It's like I think a writer just really wanted to do something with LARPing 
and they were working on Hawkeye. So we'll just do like a LARPing thing in Hawkeye when it's funny, but I don't think it was necessary for the episode. I think you could have had it. He just does something else with that firefighter. Yeah. But you know, it, it did get some results. I did think it was funny when he was doing the slow-mo stuff. I can't hate it for that. And you were saying like earlier about like just how Hawkeye's presented here. I think Jeremy Renner is sleepwalking his way through this show. He looks so bored. See, I think that's just kind of the face that he's putting up. I, I think that he's genuinely enjoying his time in this show, especially getting to interact with a new character, Kate Bishop, who I'll be honest. I love her character. I genuinely do. I think it's awesome. Yeah. She nailed it. That is, that's the character in the comic books. Haley Steinfeld was perfect. They got that right completely. That she just knocked it out of the park in those first two episodes, just like the mannerisms, just the quirks. She got it. And she's that probably a little more interesting than everything we've seen of Clint so far, honestly. And that that's one of the things that I really enjoy about the MCU is that it's the characters interacting. I said this to you before, but it's, you don't really like go in for the story in the MCU anymore. Like at the start, I could see people criticizing it, but you're so far along. You're kind of just in it for the characters and just to see what they're going to do next, just to see what they want, you know? Yeah. And it's, I think it's awesome. Just getting to see two characters interact. Sure. Like Kate Bishop is new. We, we haven't seen her. We have know nothing about her in this show, but Haley Seinfeld did an amazing job of bringing her to life. I think. Yeah, I agree. Giving her character for what we've seen her for an hour and a half now. And I feel like I already know the character pretty well. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Not even like, (laughs) but humbled, spoiled rich girl. That's exactly (laughs) with a good heart. Saving pizza dog. Yeah. Buddy. I, I, I like the way they introduced lucky. I I know like they couldn't do like, Oh, he actually gets hit by the car because that's a little extreme, but it, it does Disney plus Taryn. Yeah. I mean, well, we'll see what happens when you get Moon Knight out there. I'll just say that, but <laughs> I hope they keep that as gritty as you want it to be. Yeah, I, I do too. I just think like, I, I know they, they know why they didn't have the dog get hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I understand it. There's some <laughs> things you can show on Disney plus and some things you can't. Yeah. So a big inspiration for this series was obviously the Fraction and Aja run my life as a weapon. Now, one of the things I said earlier when I did my review, I was just like, I feel like it wanted just to use that title because it's like the best known, most well-received Hawkeye book, just to kind of like push the marketing that way with like the posters taking inspiration and all that. But I think when it gets down to it, the actual story we've seen so far doesn't look like that book. So do you think like it could go closer to that seeing a Clint Barton or Kate Bishop more like that? Or it's just like, hey, we're just going to throw in Lucky and the tracksuit mafia and and that's all they're going to do. Now, the way that I see it is they're two completely separate entities, right? Like you got the comic book Clint, who's a little more rough, a little more like a womanizer kind of thing, going around, just does his own thing, hating life, hating himself, but still does good stuff. And then you've got the MCU Clint, where he's more of a family guy. He's a little bit nicer. He's begrudgingly does stuff. He's not just like telling people to piss off or anything, you know? Yeah. And they're two separate characters. So I get that they had to adapt the story to that. Now, would I like to see them move further towards a comic book, Clint? I'd say so. I would love it. I don't know how much 
how far I'd like for them to go with that. Just because we've gotten to know this character. We've gotten to know that how much he cares about his family. We've gotten to know all these things about him. And I mean, I love to see all that stuff get ripped away from him. But at the same time, I'm so invested into him and I want him to succeed in life that I really, I, I can't hope that they do that to him. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So, so like, is there like any specific moment from the comic book then that you would like to see adapted? Because for me, I 100%. I'd love, yes. I'd love a scene from the dog's perspective. I think if they don't do that, it's a wasted opportunity. See, I could live without that. The thing that I can't live without is the grill master. Okay. He's going yeah. Hawkeye. I think that he doesn't that... have the apartment though. <laughs> yeah, but they're staying at Kate's aunt's. Oh yeah. Right. So we, I'm praying. Yeah. I'm praying. Gil. And that... It's Gil on the grill, right? That's who it was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I read the story a long while back, a couple yeah. of years back now, but that's one thing that I remember from it. That and all the, Hey bro. What are they you did, doing? They bro? did the bros. They, they did the, and bros. the bros were good. Uh, I, I think I saw some counter on a Reddit or something. And they're up to like 16 bros now. Oh, well, that's good for the first two. Like, <laughs> we need I, more. I, complained, I complained about a lot, but they got the tracksuit mafia, right? Like they literally yeah. just said, we're in a tracksuit. We're going to say, bro, we're going to be weirdly European Russian and not really explain ourselves that they got right. I really did like that. And I said, I think that they might be my new favorite MCU evil villain group. Like, yeah, well, I'm, there's not many to pick from, really. Well, I mean, there's a couple. Can Ultron be considered a group? No, nah, it's more like one guy. You got like the Ten Rings kind of. Uh, uh, They're building uh, more uh, into that Ten Rings. They yeah, got the Hydra. Flag Smashers. Uh, I could see like per perfect street level. Yeah, the Tracksuit Mafia. Yeah. I could see these guys just appearing randomly in anything they do that's street level. And I'd be all for it. 100%. Yeah, like, they're, they're fun. Give them as much as you can. Please, please, Kevin Feige, please. <laughs> I pray to you. <laughs> okay, so the kind of like the main premise of this show seems to be revolving around the identity of the Ronin suit. We see it's up for auction, which I think was really weird that like one of the things they show is like a Triceratops skull. And then it's like, yeah. Here, here's a sword. <laughs> like, who's buying both of those on the same day? <laughs> I they have a very diverse group of white males at that party. Don't they ever? Some French, some <laughs> Russian, just everybody that's not American that we can make a villain. And see, I don't know. I, I think that it was an interesting choice doing that. I'd like to know how the Ronin suit got there. Like yeah. what Clint did with it after he was a Ronin. Like, did he just kind of throw it in a river and was like, bye-bye? Well, I think or, they said they found it what? at the Avengers compound, just like in the rubble somewhere. Did they? I think, oh, okay. I think they said that, but I like, I like the idea of that story because it's very much like, Hey, you are appropriating this suit that has been used for violence and you're using it to LARP and you're using it to be a vigilante saving a dog. Yeah. That's a fun idea. That's very much something that was going on in Falcon and winter soldier. And I, I think that works because yeah, kind of, did nothing with Clint's Ronin. So now you're dealing with the ramifications of that. I think it's yeah. actually interesting. I don't think Clint's that interested in that. He just doesn't give off the vibe. Like this is a big deal to him. It's more like, Oh, okay, fine. I'll go fix this thing. And that yeah. kind of bothers me. See, I, I get why he's doing it though. Like there's, there's a reason behind that. Like he wants to get home and see his family, but he knows that the right thing to do. 
is to go along and help Kate out. Like yeah. be a good person. Cause like he was literally about to knock her out right when he first caught her. And then he realized it was just some kid and he was like, Oh, well, I mean, I, I can't punch you. Like, that's not fair. Like, I guess I'll help you now. And that's, that's what makes Hawkeye special for me is because like you see him just helping people is whether it was Wanda in age of Ultron or it's Kate Bishop in this show, he's just going out there being the father figure. Like you said earlier, yeah, he, he's actually, the older brother. Yeah. And going out and helping. And I think, I think the MCU and the Avengers kind of need that. Well, what's left of the Avengers, not a whole lot of them, mm. but yeah. See, like I'm looking at a more like a, just a acting level where it feels like if I do this, I'll get my cash grab and then I can go off like Evans and Downey and Johansson and, and I'll don't have to worry about this anymore. But it, I guess in story, it can make sense that Clint's kind of like reluctant to do things. I just, I'm so ingrained in that idea of comic book Hawkeye because comic book Hawkeye is one of my favorite characters and one, probably one of the characters that actually got me into comics. So I'm just like, I wish they pushed more for that direction where he's just the unlucky guy who can't catch a break as opposed to the reluctant older guy who's just kind of miserable. That kind of, I just wish they found the balance between those better. I kind of wish you would have greenlit a Hawkeye series earlier, just so that way they would have had more time to think about this kind of stuff. Yeah. And not just let eight different directors over the course of 10 years kind of do little things with him that slowly progress. They would have <laughs> one person who would just be able to flesh out a story for him, flesh out his personality, flesh out everything that has to do with Hawkeye and everything that there is to do with Hawkeye and organize that and put it into either a movie or a show. I mean, it probably would have performed as bad as the first Ant-Man, but like, I'd have been there. They would have had, they would have had my butt in that seat. Yeah. Got to I mean, start somewhere. They have my butt in every Marvel movie seat, but yeah, pretty still. much. Have you seen Eternals yet? I don't think I asked I have, you that. I have. And honestly, I enjoyed it. Okay. I, I really did like it. I know you didn't. I, well, you I, didn't hate I it. I didn't hate it. That, that might be a topic we could come back to another time, but I, okay, I, I yeah. just want to, that's a weird one that I think we could get into. So <laughs> Let's talk. I wanted to get your opinion. Do you know the character that Jack Duquesne is? Like the 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 swordsman, right? Yes, he's the swordsman. That was something I was very curious about because in the comic books, swordsman is somebody who trains Hawkeye. Yeah. And if you look at the actors, because I looked up their IMDb, the actor playing Jacques in this is four years younger than Jeremy Renner. So I don't actually, think, yeah. I don't think there's going to be any connection between the two. So I'm wondering if they're kind of going to switch that perspective. And instead of him training Clint, he's going to train Kate. I think that's something we could see. See, honestly, they did, they did set him point, up to be the villain kind of. I, and he, uh, well, now we're getting into murder mystery here, Taryn. Let's, <laughs> let's slow the roll on that one. But I, I'd honestly like to see Clint be more of that figure for Kate than anybody else. Like she Kate doesn't really like the swordsman right now. Mm, yeah. Like she's kind of suspicious of him. And even if he gets cleared, like she's, he's still taking over the spot that her father had when he died back yeah. in 2012. Yeah. So it's, I kind of get like her reluctance to, and her want to hate him. And she's looking for reasons for it, whether he's good or bad. We, we don't know yet, but <laughs> I just, I think I'd like to see Clint 
be her role model like she wants him to be. Yeah, I, I, he's kind of go. He, he'll eventually get that way throughout the show. I, I think so too. It's, I, I think it's, yeah, it's like the start of like any you know Clint Eastwood old school western or like Logan. We've talked about that yeah. off air. Just like you gotta be angry first before you become the loving father figure. And yeah, I think because we know those tropes throughout everything, it's it's kind of just feels lazy to me. That's like oh yeah, here we go. Here's the beats that are coming up, and that kind of just yeah. added to like oh this is pretty standard stuff. But hey, we could be surprised. You never know. <laughs> yeah. So you brought up Logan there. Do you, so what I, what I was talking to Taryn about before was that I feel like there's a couple of strong parallels between the two of these shows, right? Like uh, Logan, the Wolverine's end story for his movie appearances. That was, I think, in a way when that with that one scene when Logan was talking about the comic books and he says things happened uh, similar to those, but they didn't happen exactly. And the stuff they did get right, it didn't happen like that. Like it, it doesn't get into the nitty gritty. It doesn't get into the people they lost, the friends that friendships they lost along the way, everything like that. And I think that they're doing something similar in Hawkeye, but they're not really bringing it quite to the forefront, which I'm disappointed with. Cause I, I'd like to see more of that. That's a theme I was talking about at the start here mm-hmm. is we got to see it when they had that Rogers musical, which side note, I'd go see that 100%. I thought it was kind of campy in a oh, really it, annoying it way. Yeah. It, it wanted to be like Hamilton, but it was more like okay. cats. <laughs> you can't say, I see it. Don't want to see something campy when you like the original three Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi trilogy. That's different. This is like, you know, no, I, it's, I, I, I can't say anything. There was a Spider-Man musical, so I, I would watch it obviously, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, this is a little, little weird <laughs> but no i get what you mean because it's like they they showed like when he has the hearing aid in too it's like hey how, why are you wearing that and you just see like oh here's every bad thing that happened to him <laughs> but it's kind of played for a joke so it's like if it took that more seriously it yeah could just be a little more like interesting for him as opposed to just like oh yeah i got beat up a lot now i'm just with this spoiled rich girl who loves me too much I do think there's some Logan comparisons. Yeah. And I actually really like what they're doing there. Cause it, it, in all honesty, hasn't really been explored too, too much, which in either Logan or in Hawkeye, cause those are the only two that I can really think bring that theme up. I can't really think of any other series that have even attempted to explore that. Yeah. I, I would say maybe something like Jupiter's legacy that came out this year, just the idea of like, good being a good hero what it means to be like a good hero and not killing and stuff but it's not that extreme i was trying to think maybe like a punisher did but i don't think any punisher stuff did either and then like maybe the boys were like you shouldn't idolize the heroes kind of deal but i guess even then even winter soldier maybe where it's like look at what your government is doing behind you but that's more just like a political thing i guess yeah (laughs) so like i'd really like to see them explore that like if they just dove headfirst into that i think that they'd I think you'd start liking that show a little bit more. Yeah, I, I kind of I kind of hope they do because these first two episodes, there's not like a lot of action. It's just more like we're establishing Kate Bishop. We're establishing why Clint has to stay here. And it's all set around Christmas. So what are your thoughts on like the Christmas theme? Does it add anything to the story? Does it take away anything? So you mentioned earlier that it was filmed similar to a Hallmark movie. Now, in all honesty, that could be intentional. It I is a Christmas it. show. Yeah. 
And I don't know if it really adds anything extra to the story, but I do think that it can, it puts a time constraint on Clint, right? So like he wants to get everything over and done within a set amount of time. So it, it basically sets how long this series is going to go for. You can't really expect it to go past very long. It's not going to end before that. So it, it sets some expectations for the viewers, which I do appreciate because when Endgame first came out, that kind of threw me away that it was a however many years later. Yeah, I was I was kind of stunned by that. I didn't <laughs> think that they were actually going to do a time skip. Yeah, like, after the first ten minutes of the show. So, I like that it's setting expectations early on. Yeah, I do think that the because they dropped the first two. I think if it goes weekly, the last episode drops christmas eve or christmas day around there because if it's like a month schedule it'll be around that time yeah so yeah they, it's no, definitely it it's definitely setting up to like hey here you guys go it's your christmas thing you can watch hawkeye on christmas and we're gonna end the show right at christmas time when clint comes home to his family or something now it's gonna have to be pretty good to beat iron man 3 as my favorite marvel christmas movie i'm not gonna lie yeah well I mean, so far I like Iron Man three more. So I agree. Yeah, I, I yeah, I do like. Okay, a lot of people rag on Iron Man three, but Iron Man three is not bad. Like it's it really, really good. Yeah, you go back and you watch it. It's actually like solid. That's kind like, of Tony's version of this story, where he's going through yeah. his PTSD and he's actually dealing with some stuff, which is really good. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope that we kind of get that a little more with Clint, and we get more like deeper characterizations because most of his stuff is just surface level, you know. Yeah, Like everything that they've shown so far, you don't really like deep dive into him. We got a little bit more of that deep dive. And when Nat died mm, yeah, and they killed off Blackwood, you got to see a little bit more pain in his eyes. You got to see, a, he was able to do a little bit more with that as Hawkeye and as an actor, which I appreciated, but that's kind of like the most depth we've ever gotten from him. Yeah. There's, he, he never really had the moment to do anything and now he's leading a show. So I, I really hope they try to do more of him. I, I think this should be compared to Black Widow because it's more like saying goodbye to the old guard and setting up the new one. Speaking of which, yeah. it looks like Florence Pugh is probably going to be appearing in this show. That's what I've heard. So I've that, seen that's a couple of like, weeks. Yeah. And I loved her in Black Widow. Now, a lot of people weren't the, wasn't the biggest fan of Black Widow, but I thought it was a solid yeah, movie. It was fine, yeah. Like I, it's not like top 10 MCU movies or anything, but I felt their family dynamic was great. Like that scene with them all sitting down and just yeah, chit chatting and then shooting the shit with each other. I thought it was good. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I'm kind of excited for her. If she does appear in this, of course it's not confirmed because one of the things I think really works in the comic books is Clint is always propped up by women who are better than him. So if you, if you get Florence Pugh, a Lake Wilcox is Maya Lopez and you got Haley Steinfeld in here. That's a bunch of women who are going to make Clint look better, which I think is always a great thing. Yeah, no, I, I can agree with you on that one. I Honestly, I'm just here for more of those characters. Like, they're starting to add in those new characters now, and especially the women characters, which is, is yeah. great. Like, you get to see more of a different side than you normally get to see with all these Marvel action heroes, Yeah, which I'm a fan of. And so far, the only ones have been Black Widow and then Captain Marvel, I think. Have there been any other female-led superhero movies? Ant-Man and the Wasp, I guess you could say. That that was more of a co-led. Yeah, I guess not really. WandaVision, it's her her story. 
yeah but i'll definitely give that yeah, one that's pretty much it so far but yeah but, half half the tv shows miss marvel she hulk Ironheart, all led by i'm all here for mentals. all of those yeah i'm here for all of those oh, man that she hulk tease was just everything i needed it to be i i adored that so much that camera panning up when you finally got to see your hulk form man I'm like that was yeah, good that was great don't see the face yet which makes me think maybe they're not done with the cg for that i mean they still got a while before it's out don't they I don't know. Like they're saying Miss Marvel's the next one and Miss Marvel's supposedly coming out in summer. I think either She-Hulk or Moon Knight could come out before that and feel like the space maybe before Multiverse of Madness or after. I don't know. But well, they're both done principal yeah. photography, right? I think they're all done filming. I think, yeah, I think they're all done that. Yeah. But let's get back to Hawkeye for a bit okay, because yeah. we, we did... Kind of at the end of the last episode we just saw here, we did get a tease for Maya Lopez, who I like her as a character. The first Avengers comic I read was her introduction as Ronan. So what do you think her role in the story is going to be? Is she have the Ronan costume before? Is she wanting it after? What do you think her connection to the Ronan stuff is? I wouldn't be mad if they just kind of took that away from her and then kind of added it back in later. Like, for this whole Hawkeye series, they just kind of use this Ronin outfit for the first two episodes, and then Clint stores it away somewhere. It's out of sight, out of mind, and then she comes upon it later. And then that would be another thing that Hawkeye would have to come back in for. We get to see more Jeremy Renner, which I'm always for. I mean, Alequa Cox is getting her own show. They've confirmed Echo is coming. Yeah. So I I could definitely see it like... She does get the Ronin suit, and that might be her mantle for a bit, but then she'll become Echo in the Echo show. Or what I'd like to see is her modify the suit, because we don't get too, too much of that in the MCU, which is kind of disappointing. I'd like a little bit more of, like, the suit-building montage. We got a taste of it in Spider-Man. Yeah. But, I mean, that was all just Tony Stark stuff. <laughs> and then we yeah. got to see the pre-made suit in Homecoming with uh, the one that Tom Holland Spider-Man made, which was kind of eh. yeah i mean i i'd like to see like someone actually going through like i think was it i can't remember which one it was because i haven't seen either of them in a good while but it was either the toby Maguire or the andrew garfield spider-man and one of them had the perfect suit building scene i can still see it they, in my bo mind they it, both they both have they both scenes had like it. that i think it, Raimi's one at least was a little more cinematic where it's like music swelling pictures flashing back and forth crossing yeah. off no utility belt and stuff that they both look like that i could definitely see i think she is going to get the suit at the end but i think it's going to be more like symbolic like her family because they do have an actor playing her father and if i'm not mistaken which i might be because i honestly can't remember bendis's daredevil perfectly with her in it I, her father might have been Ronan first, and then she took up the mantle in that. So I could maybe see like this is something she's doing for her father, working with the tracksuit mafia. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm honestly I'm not too too well versed in Echo. I I don't even think I've read any stories with her in it, which that's going to be on my to do list now that <laughs> she's getting an actual show. Okay. Here's some, like here's something weird with her right now. I'm just going to tell you. So currently in the comic books right now. Echo has the power of the Phoenix Force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems like an odd choice. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, they've done weirder things. Yeah. Like, they've definitely done a lot weirder things than that. Yeah. So, I mean, what run is that in right now? 
that's the, cur- that it's the current Avengers. They had a big tournament arc where the Phoenix Force gathers everybody worthy of wielding the Phoenix Force. They all fight in a big tournament. It is very weird. Namor's like, I'm taking this. You guys can't stop me. Somebody stops him because he's a big dick about it. <laughs> and then Maya just like, uh, okay. I guess <laughs> it's, I'll take it's it. pretty funny, actually. Weird book, though, just really funny. But yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of Maya Lopez stories. So I think like Bendis's Daredevil runs probably where she gets most of her like story development. I'm just very excited to see her. I think it's kind of cool that within the same year, we get two death leads in a superhero thing with like Makari and Eternals and Maya yeah. Lopez in Hawkeye. That's like, Really impressive. Both women and of color, too. Even Hawkeye's starting to go deaf. Yeah. We got that one scene when his son was signing to him. I love you. That was cool. Yeah, I thought that was nice. That I liked was, that they're that was, yeah. finally embracing that kind of stuff. Because I, I do think it's important. Like, me and you, we've had superheroes look like us for as long as we can remember. Yeah. And it's nice that more people are finally going to be able to get that. Yeah, that's really cool. And it's because it's one thing having them in the comics. Like, what was it? would have been like... 2010 2012 that they would have gone through that whole kind of rejuvenization and they kind of tried to bring more diversity into the comic books but that was when comic books have pretty well died out they started to pick up more steam once more marvel movies came out yeah but back at that point they were pretty dead so it's it's nice to see that they're actually doing it in the marvel movies while they're still as big as they are yeah yeah, it's just, it's great to see that. Of course, it does kind of just like have this thing where it's like, okay, Clint's out. Here's the new generation. They're women. They're headstrong. They're confident. And that, that that's fine. I don't have anything wrong with that. Of course, we're not going to see Jeremy Renner forever. So just in these first two episodes, do you think there is a place for Kate Bishop in the larger Marvel universe? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I think, especially if they do Young Avengers, I could see her leading it. Oh, they're doing Young Avengers. I'd like, love the, for her to lead it. Yeah. I, in all honesty, I think she'd be, I think she'd stumble a lot. And I think that would make for an even better character development for her. Because Captain America leading the Avengers, he was already a natural born leader, right? Like he didn't have yeah. his super, uh, super serum or anything like that, but he was already a good person. He already knew what he should be doing and how to help people. Whereas if they get somebody who has to more grow into the role, which they could use Spider-Man for that as well, because he's still a little timid in that aspect, but I'd rather Kate Bishop more than Tom Holland at this point. Yeah. I, if they do a young Avengers and I have no doubt they will, they cast the kids in WandaVision, you know, America Chavez is coming and Dr. Strange kid Loki. Yeah. Holland's not going to be on that team. So it would make sense. I know. So it would make sense that, Haley probably being the older of the younger actors would step into that role. I could definitely see that. So there is another big kind of like rumor of somebody who could be appearing on the show. There's potentially leaked stuff that we saw. I did see (laughs) these pictures. I, they look ridiculous, but I don't know if it's legit or not. So Vincent D'Onofrio stepping back into the world of Marvel as Wilson Fisk. Do you think over or under 50% we see that? Mm, See, that's tough. I think now that they've opened up the multiverse, the chances of it got a lot higher. Mm. I think now that, because before I wouldn't have said there was a hope in hell that we'd get any of those characters from the Netflix series inside of the MCU. But now that they've opened it up and I don't know if you've heard the multiverse of madness uh, leaks yet, 
but they were talking about bringing some of the X-Men universe characters in. I did see some of those potential I, I photos. Yeah. So I don't want to get too, too <laughs> yeah. spoilery with it, but I definitely want for them to, I don't know how to word it, but I want them to get a little bit more weird with it. And I want them to start bringing in characters you wouldn't really expect, whether that be uh, some of the characters from the Defenders, whether that be some of the X-Men characters. And if I'm being honest, I don't want those characters to stay around long-term. I think they'd be nice for a little cameo or something. I wouldn't really want any of them staying. I mean, maybe Deadpool, but even then, not really even Deadpool. And you know I'm a big Deadpool fan. Yeah, yeah. I but, mean, I could see... Look, Charlie Cox, Vincent D'Onofrio, and, John Bernthal, like those ones that people adore that it like that's the character, they could stay around. But do we really need like Patrick Stewart for and, every Professor X that's, thing? <laughs> that's why I was a little disappointed. But I think I think there's definitely a possibility that we get those street level heroes in, especially because those Netflix series were originally designed to coincide with yeah. the MC timeline. Yeah. So whether they soft reboot the characters or they just kind of like reference past events without explicitly stating that it's canon. I think that I'd be happy to see probably 75% of the characters back. I mean, there's a couple that I might want recast. I know who you mean, but and I think like better act, better acting lessons, more martial arts skills, and we can bring Danny back into this world. I, I mean, <laughs> he looked the part. I'll give him that. Yeah. yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. But I mean, it, it wasn't all his fault. No, nah, they sure really put pressure on him. Yeah. And, but <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. Mm. Do you really think it's that like Hawkeye is Iron Fist bad? I, okay. <laughs> so I was thinking about this and I know I said that in my review and I'm going to stand by it. Not in terms of like, oh man, Jerry Renner's like acting so shittily compared to Finn Jones. But I think in terms of like, missing the point of what made the character special and putting in like this more high society, like world thing, instead of like the actual like boots on the ground stuff for the character in that regards, it is, I, I mean, there's some bad acting in Hawkeye. I'm just going to say it like, not all of it's great. I think the kids aren't that good. Yeah. No, I, I can think, agree with that. I think Jeremy's kind of phoning it in, but Haley saves it. Tony is Jacques Dukan saves it. And I, it may not be as bad, but I won't say it's, as good as things like Daredevil or Jessica Jones. Oh, I mean, it's definitely nowhere near as good as Daredevil yet. I think it has a potential to grow into that. It could be a Daredevil. It's got it could, four, it could. It's got four episodes, Darren. It's got especially four more if Wilson Fisk shows up. Which, I mean, I would, I would say, nah, he's not going to be in it. But Vincent D'Onofrio is just being a little troll all the time, just yeah. like liking posts Twitter about stuff. it. Yeah. It might be him trying to like get back into Marvel's graces or he's like, I'm doing this. You guys don't know I'm under disclosure. So I'll just like a tweet. It makes no difference to me. Now I'd seen one leak about that and I want your opinion on it. So they were talking about putting him in a fat suit and then using CGI to make him more like his comic book counterpart where he's just wider and more menacing and just looking down on everybody. Did you see the, did you see the potential leaks that came out where he's kind of got like the, double chin here yeah yeah i, I was, mm, it, I, it's I, an interesting choice i don't think it was necessary but i mean it would differentiate him from his other version it's I, not needed I, though i was gonna say i don't think they need to i think that's they a big nailed guy kingpin yeah. I, 
I genuinely enjoyed it. Like, so Daredevil still fresh in my mind. Taryn got me to rewatch it. I finally rewatched it because I tried watching it at the start and I couldn't get past episode two. I tried and it just, it wasn't for me, but then I came back to it and I started watching a little bit more and I kind of pushed through those first couple episodes. Yeah. And then I was hooked. Like I watched a whole thing in about the span of a week and a half. Yeah, that All third season is so fucking good, man. I love the third season. It is a great end to all of those characters just beating each other up in a room. It is just poetically beautiful. It genuinely might be some of the best Marvel has put out. Yeah. Like encompassing all of Marvel. Yeah. Whether it be the X-Men universe, whether it be uh, the sp- original Spider-Man. Yeah. David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury. Yeah. <laughs> so there to forget about those two. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll return in the multiverse of madness. Can you imagine? Oh, I would love it. Honestly, it just like <laughs> that is just like the I worst said they got to get weird with it. Yeah, that's uh, Nick Cage Ghost Rider. That's the one you get back. No, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. I mean, yes, but no. Yeah, I'd, right. oh, I'd love to see Nick Cage in the MCU, whether he reprises his role as Ghost Rider or as another different character you know who he would be good as i don't know if you can see it on my shelf over here but arcade just like a crazy lunatic running a fun house i, I think that'd that, be yeah. perfect for nick cage i either him or jim carrey mm. i can see jim carrey doing Do you, that you hear the rumors of jim carrey being modok i i think i did read those yeah 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 that's i like pat oswald that what he did with like that animated thing but yeah i, I could see jim carrey i like jim carrey jim carrey just I don't think there's anybody that really can express stuff with their face the way that he does. No, not really. Like, that man's face is its own language. If I'm being completely honest. Yeah. It's rare that you see an actor who can be that versatile, but also just like his physicality. That's yeah. really impressive. I mean, Dwayne, the rock Johnson come close with his eyebrow raise, but he can't compete with the best. <laughs> yeah. But that's like one trick though. <laughs> it's, it's like, that's not going to do everything. I so, mean, his nostrils <laughs> flare pretty big when he... Yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> so getting get, get get back to Hawkeye a little bit. Yeah, I, I know what The Rock's cooking. It's another Jungle Cruise movie. <laughs> <laughs> just, Have you seen that? Was it any good? Oh, it's just so mediocre. <laughs> it's just another Dwayne The Rock movie? Yeah it's, oh, yeah, it's another one that's like, we have Disney's first openly gay character for the seventh time this year. <laughs> so we're not... He's like, my interests are elsewhere. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. But getting back to Hawkeye, what was your favorite thing you saw in these first two episodes? And what is the thing you liked the least about the first two episodes? <clears throat> That's a good question. I think my favorite thing is just Kate Bishop as a whole. I think they nailed it. I think she nailed it. I think everything about her I want more of it. I want to see how she'd interact. That's like my basis for how good a character is in the MCU is how I want to see them. How many more characters I want to see them interact with. And for sure, I'd want to see her in a team up movie with literally all the Avengers. Like it's a shame that we wouldn't get to see her fanboying over everybody else. Cause it'd be, I think that'd be hilarious. And it would really be true to her character in the MCU that she would that she'd look up to these people and she'd idolize them and she'd want to be more like them. And then they could do different things with that. Like they could 
start letting her take on some of the bad characteristics of these people. So like if say Tony Stark were still in it, she could start taking on some of his more egoistic tendencies. Yeah. And I, I think that'd be interesting. I think that'd definitely be a good direction for the character, but I, I just want to see her interact with everybody. Yeah. In all honesty right now, I want to see, I want to see her in pretty much everything. And to me, that's what makes her a good character. That's what makes me want to see more of this Hawkeye show is it's not the show itself. It's the characters and who they're going to interact with next. And the different characters are going to be adding in. Yeah. I, I get that too. So like, I think my favorite part of this was probably Jacques Ducan, just because I am a fan of the old school adventures. I, I just think they are silly and dumb and they are nothing like the movies, but I've always just like, you know, my favorite character from Falcon and Winter Soldier was John Walker. I think they nailed it perfectly. And I think Tony Dalton is doing just as good as job here of Jacques. So he definitely stole the show for me. And I think when it comes to like, just my least favorite thing about the show, it's, I think it's weird, but it's the marketing. I think it tried to push itself as being my life as a weapon to the yeah. point where I was extremely let down that it just did that without actually doing it. Yeah. And I, it also just rubs me the wrong way as somebody who does want to get into this industry, just seeing how David Aja isn't getting paid his residuals cut. or credit for literally designing the look of this like the opening themes are straight up his designs oh that's 100%. the kind of stuff yeah that just it bothers me i 100 agree with you on that yeah i think and i do think it's tough and there's a lot of like legal stuff behind the scenes that we can't really see mm -hmm. yeah but i don't think that that's an excuse for marvel or disney to not oh, no. pay the creators I mean, look at what happened with Scarlett Johansson. If it's happening to her where she's not getting her money, just imagine what's happening to the people that are literally just working in the industry to do a job, not getting millions, yeah. just doing a job. And that kind of sucks. But I was just hoping even a creative consultant tag on the opening credits or in the end credits just for him and Fraction would be nice, but we're not there yet, sadly. <laughs> It could happen. So what is like, what is something about the show that you didn't really enjoy or something you wish maybe was different or you, you wish you liked more? Mm, I think the second, the, the pacing in the second episode felt off to me. I can't really put my finger on it exactly what it was. I know what you mean. It felt like it was a little too much jumping around. Yeah. So I feel like the, and the first episode wasn't bad, but it also wasn't great for the pacing either. There was yeah. a lot of jumping around in that one too, going from scene to scene. And I definitely feel like that could have been done better. And mm -hmm. I agree with you that it is filmed similar to a Hallmark movie. Like there's not really many creative angles. Like the most creative thing in the cinematography was that slow-mo scene with the LARPing. Yeah. And that, you can't really call that creative. No, it's just like, I think it was used more for comedic effect anyways. Exactly. Just like, hey, we're not like Zack Snyder over here trying to make it art. It's just like, Clint doesn't want to be here. Let's make it a joke where he looks like he's here longer. Which, yeah. I mean, there weren't really like any big scenes that you really wanted. Like, I'm a sucker for those one-shot action scenes. Yeah. Where it's a single camera moving all the way around the whole Daredevil time. Daredevil had those? It 100% did. And I'm a sucker for those. Yeah. I just love the way they look. There's one other MCU movie that did that really well, and I'm trying to think what it was. And I was just like Oof. incomplete awe with it. 
I I can't remember which one that would be. Oh man, the Shang Chi. Did Shang Chi do one of those? Shang Chi did do one of those. Yeah. I yeah, I was on the the, the bus. I think. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think you're talking about Shang Chi. No, that wasn't. Man, this is gonna bug me. <laughs> this is really gonna bug. Anyways, but beyond <laughs> that, I I'm a sucker for those. I absolutely love them, and I think if you're really gonna do them with any character, Hawkeye would be great for it. Yeah. It's, it's he's similar to Daredevil, you know, like a little bit of hand to hand combat. Instead of where Daredevil's throwing a stick, shoots an arrow. Easy, yeah. right? So I'd like to see a little bit more creativity with the cinematography, which in all honesty, I don't know if we're really going to get. You know, I, I will say, I don't. did you see any of like the uh, Disney Plus Day stuff they released for Hawkeye? Not a lot of it. I was more entranced yeah. with everything else they released with it. Well, they I did. we were getting yeah. Hawkeye soon. They had that extended look at one of the scenes which I think is going to be in the next episode. It was a continuous shot of Clint and Kate getting into the old car, driving oh, yeah. down the street. It was one, it was one continuous Mopar. take and using the trick arrows, which yeah, that is exciting to me. And I, it leads me to this kind of like this final question for this video is like, what is like the one thing you're looking forward to seeing? Or like, what would you like to see done going forward in these next four episodes? Trick arrows. I think that's really what it is. Like, already we've gotten to see a little bit like Kate's definitely a little more creative with her arrows than Clint is. I'd say like, you got to see it right out in the first scene where she yeah. was putting a tennis ball on the end of her arrow. Yeah. Like she's definitely a little bit more into that kind of stuff. And she keeps asking him. So what about those trick arrows? Hey, got any of those trick arrows for me? Yeah. And Chekhov's she, arrow. And exactly. Like that means they got to bring it back. If they keep mentioning it, if not, I'm disappointed. No, I have so, no doubt they're going to bring it back. Like that is something they have to do because it's key to the comic book. They saying they're inspired by, and it's just something we've never seen Clint really do. He's never had special arrows. And it's just a, the yeah. trickiest arrow we'd seen was in that first Avengers movie when he shot it into that USB port. And I was kind of like, cool. <laughs> I guess yeah. Well, yeah, he has the explosive ones too, but well, yeah. that's, Come on, give me like I the one that turns into, arrow. Yeah, turn into the one that's putty or something. And it's like yes. the, the boomerang arrow. That's the one I want to see. I there's so much weird stuff they could do with it. And I think that would just be awesome. I think I, I would really enjoy that if they because you could do some really creative action scenes with it. You really could. Especially like I, I feel like we did get to see that a little bit in the that scene with the Mopar when they're driving away in that one shot is she was reaching for an arrow and then Clint said, not that one. Was that in that? I feel like it was. Yeah, I could. And, yeah, that's probably trick arrows coming. And that's, I'm hoping. I can be optimistic about it. I think that's coming. So like the thing I think that excites me the most about this show, maybe just because I, when I first started getting into comic books, Maya Lopez was there, but I am very excited to see what a Lakewood Cox is going to do. She's never acted before. And if this is your first role and you're getting your own spinoff already, that tells me you did something impressive here. And I'm very curious to see what that's going to be. I, I know Haley's going to do good. I know, tr I know Tony's going to do good as Jacques. Jeremy Renner's going to do his thing, love it or hate it. He's going to do it. So she's the thing that excites me the most going forward, just seeing what she could do with this role and what it's going to lead into. And if we get a fat suit, Vincent D'Onofrio, I, <laughs> I was kind of hesitant at first, like, I don't need this, but I'll, I'll see it. I mean, it could be something special. <laughs> I mean, okay. 
after seeing that final season of Daredevil, whatever they want to do that's Daredevil related and related to those are characters from that Netflix series, I'm okay with. I, I just want to see more of them. Yeah. So I want- <laughs> this is not related to Hawkeye, but I want to ask you this. Do you think we're going to get Charlie Cox in No Way Home? <laughs> do I think? I think we'll find out on Christmas. I think if they bring Kingpin and we get to see him and we get to see Vincent yeah. D'Onofrio, then I think that there is a 99.9% chance that we're either going to get to see him in No Way Home or we're going to get to see him in She-Hulk. She-Hulk would make more sense to me, but I... I and that's that's yeah. what I was thinking too. Yeah. Is I think I'd almost prefer to see him in She-Hulk. If that makes sense. Like maybe, I get it. Honestly, both of them. Just give yeah. me more. Give me more. <laughs> give me more Charlie Cox, please. Yeah. I'm right there with you. He was fantastic. Oh man. <laughs> we should do another whole just series talking about him. Cause I, I could honestly rant for hours about how good that final season was. Yeah. That might be uh, another topic we could get back to eventually, but we are going to be back to talk about the next couple episodes. Uh, maybe we'll do it for episode three. Or we'll do three and four and do like three big videos talking about them. But before we do end things here, do you have anything you want to plug? Like, do you want to ask, tell people about your Twitch or anything? Oh, man. Well, I stream on Twitch every now and then. Not a whole lot. Cold underscore Canada. You can go watch me on there. Just stop in for a visit. I play Valorant. And then I've recently been getting back into playing Pokemon on stream. So if you want to see some Nuzlocke, some uh, randomized games, I don't know. I just kind of play around every now and then, but yeah, right on. Well, I think we're going to end things here. Uh, Once again, thank you guys so much for watching this video. Be sure to like, and subscribe to the channel. If you want links to Zach's stuff, I will put it in the description of this. As always, you guys can check me out on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, and we'll catch you in the next Hawkeye recap, which will be either next week, two weeks, who knows, but we'll be back to talk about it. Until then, have fun, stay safe, good luck. Bye, everyone.